The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, episode 86. General West Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we got to do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. You say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. Going. Hi, I'm Jack Barazzini, and you're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies, TV series, and more. And joining me today are Father Corey Stika. Hi, Father. Howdy, Jack. And Lisa Jones. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Jack. And Victor Lambs. Hey, Victor. Hi, Jack. And today we are discussing the season finale of season four, Exodus. The team arrives at Vorash in their captured Gould ship. Tanith is unmasked as a Gould spy, but is able to escape from the Tok'ra prison. Sam devises a plan to blow up the sun of the solar system they are in, and turn it into a supernova to destroy Apophis' approaching fleet. Everything goes wrong when the Gould launch a surprise attack and Jack and Teal'c are stranded on Vorash. Teal'c is wounded and captured by Apophis. Jack is rescued just in time, and Sam succeeds in causing the star to go nova. Unfortunately, their ship is flung millions of light years into another galaxy, and Apophis' ship is there too, closing in on them. This is a good, uh, good way to end the season. I like how we open with a lot of uh, space shots, which are always fun. You can definitely see that they saved up their budget for this episode because you get oh, different yeah. locations definitely. And, and all that. Mm-hmm. So. They, they saved up their budget and they saved up Tilk's acting. Yes. <laughs> Turn up the scenery chewing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this episode, Father? Well, this this is a good one. I mean, obviously, it's it is a, a cliffhanger for the end of the season, but it, it's a good way to end the season. Uh, like you said, they they did pull out the the CGI budget for this one, including literally blowing up a star. Mm-hmm. Um, it, although they obviously they used the dunes. You know, it, it basically was yeah. the Tokra base, the dunes, the the bit the ship. And CGI, and that's it. Yep. You know, so they 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 definitely scrimped on the sets. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but, the, uh, I disagree with you there a little bit because the ship set they do that one tracking shot where where Jack is talking to uh um to Jacob Carter and, and oh that's true that that's true I forgot about that and it's yeah. it's like a two or two and a half minute long shot and I think at some point they they start to walk in circles but there's enough going on in the background with you know, Tok'ra moving yeah. things and walking in and out. You can't really tell, but it's all one continuous take. And no, I, I, I forgot about, yeah. I forgot about that one. That was, that was, they, they definitely they used up the every Gould uh, mothership uh, set that they had hallway that they had on, on that one for sure. Yeah. Like, and that was together. Yeah. Yeah. And that one, that one was, that one, that, yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. That was, that was good. Other than that, it was the yeah. location were pretty simple, but there was lots of action and it was, you know, very interesting. And Sam's almost giddy about blowing up a star. <laughs> <Yeah>. and. <laughs> Yes, definitely. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the gold chips, something I really like is the design of them, like the interior design. Like they have like mm-hmm. Roman columns everywhere and all these intricate carvings and stuff. And it's not something that's just like a minimalist spaceship like you see so often. So they really go oh, extra with that, which I like. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there when Earth's spaceships start showing up. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> what about you, Lisa? Uh, I agree with y'all that this is a good wrap up of season four. Season four is one of our, it's probably the best season we've had so far. And they, they just pull all these different threads of storylines through and kind of give us a, a wrap up, but then send us in a whole, I mean, new direction for season five where you're thinking, oh gosh, what now? And you, you know, it, it gives you that anticipation of what's going to happen next. And um, so we got the return of Apophis and, you know, Tanith comes back. I mean, you just, you just have all these different moving parts. And I like that. And then you add in, we haven't seen a lot of spaceship action, you know, that kind of stuff in a while this season. And so it's, uh, we, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like old school Stargate. Yeah. Old school meaning, you know, previous seasons. <laughs> this season has been, I felt very gold light. <laughs> yeah, it has been. <laughs> and so, you know, to get Apophis back and get them fighting them and, um, it just, I don't know. I, it's, I, I like the, I'd forgotten, I had to say, I'd forgotten the end of this episode. So it was kind of neat to experience it again. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. What about you, Victor? Yeah. I mean, I'm sad that season four is, is winding down, but it definitely goes out on a, on a high note here. There's a lot of action, a lot of, uh, you know, sciencey things. Um, the space battles are great. There's a, a couple like really implausible plot bits. For example, you never want the Tok'ra guarding anything. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> like there's no way Tannis should have escaped when there's like two guards with weapons drawn on him, a third person standing there. You know, it, it's just very implausible that he was able to to escape at all. But uh, like, if you can put that aside, it's it's a very good story. I like how, you know, we're on the planet, we're in the Tok'ra base. We get to see the cool, like, you know, Tok'ra wall textures, which are cool. Um, you know, Jack is very possessive of his new mothership, which is which is always great. You know, he mm -hmm. doesn't wasn't real keen on lending it to the Tok'ra. You know, he doesn't want it scratched or anything. Um, and we get to see, like I said, a lot of the inside of, of, of the ship, which is cool. We get to see um, the Peltak or bridge that has Cronus's special chair that he had up. And I didn't, um, you know, zoom in and translate what it actually says on his special, like, you know, captain's chair. So if anyone knows or has translated, you know, leave, leave us a comment in the comment section uh, below, as they say. Um, and then they point mm -hmm. to where the comment section is. And smash the like button. <laughs> yeah, smash the like button. Um, and, and let us know because I, I'd be very curious what is what the Kronos chair says. But no, I, I like it a lot. Um, you know, we have a good two good villains, Tanith and um, Apophis in this one. Um, and there's lots of explosions and, and cool, you know, racing against the clock. And I think this is the last season that ends on a cliffhanger for, for a little while just because I didn't know if they were. Um, you know, worried about getting renewed or or what, you know, Showtime and then Sci-Fi would, would do. So, um, but yeah, we do get a, and I'm really excited for season five because I can't really exactly remember what happens next in the storyline. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. Well, you know, I thought you were going to go for the, the obvious dad joke. The season went out with a bang. It went out oh. with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know like how this really fits in with that whole protected planets like treaty the the Gould and the Asgard have. Granted, they aren't on Earth, but still, I don't know if it's really in the spirit of the treaty for, you know, the Earthers to. But I guess they could say that it was the ship was under Toker control at the time that they blew up the sun to wipe out and mass murder or, you know, kill a lot of Gould and Jaffa and stuff. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just gotta sure. hope that none of the other planets in that system had life because they i think this time mm -hmm. un unlike the previous episode this time they did say that it's a you know barren 
system yep. or something. So, mm-hmm. yep. They said there was there. That was the reason why the Toker had picked it in the first place. Is there was no one, yeah. no one there in the solar system at all. Yeah. Well, it's convenient if you're going to blow up a star. Yeah, yeah. and like uh, generations. Which <laughs> yeah, you got to avoid that. And I feel like most of the time in these kind of plots, you get that moral twist of there's a primitive society on this planet and we can't blow it up. Exactly. Yeah. Sam does say in this episode, I've never blown up a star before, but she has blown up a planet before just a few yep. episodes ago. So yeah, she, yeah exactly. She, uh, She's moving up. She yeah. conveniently admits that. Yeah. Making great strides. Well, it was interesting that they did bring back the, uh, the black hole Stargate. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. They're like, Oh yeah, we can still do this. Of course, you know, because plot reasons and not because like real physics, the time distortion didn't affect the ship right. because they were able to put a force field around it that stops the time dilations yeah, and ejects it out into space in time, I guess. <laughs> and, the, and they could have just noted like, oh, you know, I, I, it took like 30 seconds to launch it. It's like, no, it took five minutes and they could have just explained it, you know. Yeah. Like it was, it was five minutes out here or something, but I did like the little rocket thruster on the Stargate as it like, yep. you know, spins its way, you know, I thought that was a cool little touch. That, that should have been your background today. Oh, what? The little Stargate? Yeah. Stargate way, yeah. with little rockets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some sort of a, like Chinese kite or something. I was I just feeling nostalgic like for that. the uh, Vancouver um, sand dunes here. Yeah. Yep. Behind me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like how Jack couldn't figure out where the, still can't figure out where the rings are. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I feel like that's an everyman problem. Like we would all be out there going, where is it? It's here. It's here. And like, that's the argument you get into with your team and yeah, no one wants to agree, but he Mm -hmm. got it right. So yeah. When he says to the two, he says to the two Toker guards, he's like, how do you know where to stand? And at first, you don't know. Like, I didn't get that he was talking about the ring transporter. I thought he was just because the Toker always like go and stand someplace. Yeah, you know, it's like like who told <laughs> like how do you know where to stand? But then the rings come up, and you're like, oh yeah, that is a good concern yeah. because if you're not standing on an actual transporter, and then when he has to get emergency ringed out, um, you know, J- uh, you know, Jacob is like, you know, if if, if you're off by even a little bit, you know, your arm will stay there, and he doesn't say yep. that, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Get sliced in half, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the interior design of the Tokra base it looked pretty much just like um the Fortress of Solitude. It was like all those similar like, hexagonal like yeah pillars that were cut off. But that's given the way it's constructed. They have those crystals that like eat through solid rock and mm-hmm. basically create like those crystal tunnels and stuff. And yeah, I, I think they cool. did a much better job with the Toker tunnels than they did at the end of whatever season two or whenever right. it was. Um, th- there's more variety in the, in the crystals. Yeah. Speaking of crystals, we get to finally see the control Yay! crystals yes! that we will see. Yeah. So this is, this is how all the crystals look now where Sam was pulling those crystals all the way through Atlantis. This is what the crystals look like. Mm-hmm. The control crystals look like. So and they get really good at different colors and doing different things with them. And figuring them out and, and everything. Mm. So, but this is the first time because, you know, previously when we saw the, con- the control crystals, they were just basically little glass plates, mm-hmm. you know, rounded end glass plates. But now they're the actual colored crystals of different sizes and shapes and everything. So they look like rock candy. I, wanna, I wanted to like reach out and lick them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They made me kind of think of those 
those old popsicles you could get they were in like plastic tubes and when you yes. ate them they would like cut the sides of your mouth oh man oh yeah <laughs> yeah Seems yeah those dangerous. oh yeah ouch yeah the the plastic yeah you know, and then I the ring pops scars. too yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally they did give you joker scars yeah <laughs> Wow, how do you guys eat those things? I mean, because right. <laughs> well, you're trying to get like the last little bit of juice out, and then oh, it, yeah. they were just like the right size for a little kid's mouth that like this the, the sharp edge of the plastic. plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I may or may not smile. got those a couple of times last summer because yeah. they're still good. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, the little freezy pops are still good. <laughs> Red dye number five. Yeah, all the way, <laughs> all the way. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to know, so, and I, I guess you can kind of just chalk this up to Tokra incompetence because they seem to be horribly incompetent. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> how he managed to, how um, Tanith managed to be getting all his messages out and doing all this stuff and basically run rings around them because he got the better of them in this whole exchange. Like, he had his yeah. ship waiting offsite for them cloaked. He, like, it's it's almost baffling how how bad the toker did in this. Well, and, I mean, they, they had him yeah. fooled that thinking that he was giving them that he, he was getting good information when it was really bad information. So yeah. at least he had him fooled there, mm-hmm. but, um, but he was also able to plan at the same time, you know, yeah. for his own escape. Yeah. He knows he's going to be find out. And you have to wonder like after like the hundredth toker operative escapes, like Apophis, maybe going to Tanth <laughs> and saying like, are you sure? Like, you know, the, from the hundred and one, first time comes along it's like are you sure because like the last hundred times you gave me this information it didn't pan out so you know like mm-hmm. are you sure you're being fed the right information here Poppus just starts yelling fake news whenever Tan yeah, does yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. fake news so yeah. Tan told us that the Tokra is definitely not in this st- this system we might want to go look at that system <laughs> exactly yeah just do the opposite yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, and Tilka, it was interesting to see him so overcome with like emotion because he's usually so level headed and so emotionless. Mm-hmm. And just have that all mm-hmm. come out. So I liked that twist with his character. It was, and it was a nice thing. Yeah. It was a nice conversation between thing, Daniel exactly. and Tilk. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that because he, yeah, he asked him about um, Share. Mm-hmm. Because of what mm-hmm. uh, Apophis did to him, like, don't you want to kill him with your bare hands? And Daniel's honest and says, sometimes, yeah, but he acknowledges that's really not the best part of him. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tilk's done some pretty horrible things in his life. I mean, he's done some pretty bad things. I mean, mm-hmm. for Apophis, mm-hmm. and I guess there's a part of him that's like, you know what? I can I can do one more really horrible <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've done terrible things for him, and now I want to do terrible things yeah. to him. Yep. <laughs> well, if you think about it, and then he they just killed Kronos. You know, I mean, he's yeah. he's got a lot of he's got a lot of emotion, a lot of uh, you know scars that need healing in this in these couple of episodes. So, yeah, I just like the way Jack doesn't really fight him. You know, he mm-hmm. never tells him no. He doesn't say you know we're not doing this. What do you, you know? He argues with him. He tries to reason with him, but at the end of the day, he lets him do what he wants to do. So, mm-hmm. even though it's not the smartest thing, <laughs> you had a good idea with those with that death glider, though. You know, yeah, diverting to, them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we get some cool little you know flying around and and strafing the the Alkash and stuff. 
Yep. That was kind of nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when they crashed, that was cool. Well, I love Tana's expression when he's like, oh, good. I'm going to be rescued. Oh, no. wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe not. Run yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. Very north by northwest there. It's like, oh, is that a yeah. plane? Is that an Alcash? Oh, wait. It's coming in pretty fast. Yeah. And the engines just blew up. I better be yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you get to see uh, Jacob Carter again, which is always yeah. fun. I really like his character. Mm-hmm. Much more now that he's Tokra, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No Selmac Did, again. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm-mm. Yeah, we didn't get yeah. a lot of Sam Jacob dad moments either in this one. No. no. Even though they were working together on the crystals. Yeah. I did think it was funny that, you know, again, Jacob's warning Jack, you know, about the, using the mothership and don't let the engineers in here. It's not a good idea. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Again, and he's he looks at me, he says something about Toker, and he's like, This is me, not Selmac. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Yeah, but you always were kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was arrogant before he became Tokra. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I, w- I wonder if the tables were turned and he was still just human, he wasn't, you know, the Tokra, if uh, he would be the one wanting to crawl over that ship and test everything oh, out, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I'm, I'm almost surprised that the Tok'ra don't have anything like that. Like you'd think in 2000 years, they'd be able to get their hands on one ship. Oh, they don't work that way. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an excuse for that. <laughs> they are the terror yeah. that flaps in the night. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they've got cargo ships and stuff like that, that they, they get, mm-hmm. but they don't ever get the mother ships. Yeah, and and Jack confronts them about that. He he talks about how they've killed like four. Yeah, I do like Teal. Yeah, I do like Teal yeah. listing listing them off. You know, mm-hmm. it's you know Sokar, Seth, Hathor, Harrower, which you know we'll give him that one, and Cronus. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I saw a list online, and I I can't. I was looking for it, and I can't find it. And it talks about how many uh, of those the Tokra had a direct hand in. That they were around oh, really? helping them get mm-hmm. rid of. But I can't, I can't find the list now. I don't hmm. think that's too many, is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sokar, right? Or I mean, even if that. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, yeah, Sokar for sure, right? Maybe Hathor. Yeah, and then they had the mind mm-hmm. thing. And so Harrower, I think. Harrower was, was the one who got blown up by the, by the mines, right? The when mind, Apophis. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. Jacob did. Yeah, Jacob did help with that. Yeah, because Hathor, yeah. that wasn't a Tokra operative. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she that, didn't. Yep. Yeah, threw in, uh, yeah. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. And so they so. want to defeat the gold, but they don't want to be too violent about it. I guess, which <laughs> seems counterintuitive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, well, they say it creates chaos if you just start killing them off. They'd rather just keep them busy. Yeah. Fighting well, I think each they, other. They, they want the uh, the final victory. You know, they want. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Where they, they, they basically they want the, the the gold to fight each other and destroy each other. And then they take out whoever the final bad guy is. Mm-hmm. The final one is. Whereas Earth just like, no, you get in our way, we kill you. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, sometimes it is better to have like a bunch of, you know, little warlords fighting it out rather than having like a fully unified, you know, Mongolia or whatever, you know, bearing what? down. Are you on talking your about season, yeah. what is that? Season seven, season eight? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With, with ball and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing concern. But yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it, it is it is interesting that, and then finally, when you know, 
Jacob reveals his plan to blow up the sun and, and Jack's like, whoa, that's like a little aggro. And, and then like <laughs> Jacob's like, well, you wanted us to be more direct, you know, direct enough yeah. for you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I like that Jack and Daniel at the same time were like, that's ambitious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I expected Carter to be a little more giddy, right? A yeah. A little more giddy over it. But it is There's- cool to, to know that whenever they need to, they can just dial up you know, the, the, you know, the black hole planet. I wonder how much longer they'll have though. Wait a minute. Shouldn't that Stargate still be engaged? Oh, because it doesn't, it gets the power from the black. I mean, maybe the force of the supernova finally is what was needed to destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. They're not indestructible. They're just very, they're nigh and vulnerable. Very hard to destroy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say a sun, you know, a sun going supernova would be probably enough force. (laughs) yeah and i like um sam's explanation that a star is basically a nuclear explosion kept together by its own gravity which is a Mm -hmm. pretty accurate description of it so i like that there was that attention to detail there yeah yep but gosh i hope (laughs) nobody does that to our son would be yeah no kidding yeah i guess we'd know in about eight minutes yeah exactly (laughs) yep Something like that. Just enough time to play Freebird before everything goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we get some good Jack lines in this one. Um, you know, some very good, uh, you know, Jack humor and stuff. I mm-hmm. think that my favorite is, you know, him saying, this is so the last time I helped someone move. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the first, it's funny, the first half of the episode, he's act, he was acting like the third wheel. You know, or he yeah. was just yeah. was kind of that. there and, okay, now what do I do? You know? <laughs> yeah, he's babysitting like there's a the scene where, Right after the, the scene where they're walking, uh, Jacob and Jack are walking through the corridors and Jacob walks off and Jack's kind of looking around going, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? It wasn't a Jack-centric episode for once? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this I is more like, of a Tilka episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have a hard time utilizing jack in non-jack centric episodes mm. like i mm. feel like he's either the center of attention and it's focused on him or he's just kind of there to say quippy things and shoot guns like yep. it's <laughs> it seems like it's hard to integrate him in a in a team setting a lot of the time yeah he doesn't have like the special skill you know mm-hmm. like he's not going to fight hand to hand against all the jaffa and he's not going to solve the science problem and he's not going to translate you know, barring mm-hmm. any sort of ancient brain uploads or anything, but or be the emo- the uh, moral center of the mm-hmm. part of the group. Unless yeah. there's a, a kid involved, right? And yeah. then you can make that that emotional yep. connection, or give them a dog, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Then you get the the Saturday morning special whenever a kid shows up. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm excited to see where they take this because I'm not actually watch the second part yet so mm-hmm. i like that i like the way that this leaves off and i mean i know obviously they're going to get back to earth but having them be so far out in space like that's a, a lot of fun prospects there well mm-hmm. this is this is when they start stargate uh voyager yeah, <laughs> yeah where they've got 25 years 125 years to get back <laughs> no with the yeah. office yeah with the office yeah and it's not at yeah. um universe so yeah it's not universe yeah it's not sliders where the next jump might be the next jump home or something yeah next oh yeah that was the bottom leap leap. yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> wrong, uh, wrong show. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like sliders had a similar premise though. So they did. Yeah. yeah. Sliders yeah. was the, 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 the different universes or the different, uh, yeah. multiverses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're supposed to, they're supposed to be like remaking sliders. I wonder what happened with that. I've I'll have to look that, that up. I've heard yeah. something mm-hmm. about that, but. Hmm. Well, they remade Quantum Leap, so. Yeah. yeah. If it doesn't have John Rice Davies, they'll forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. <laughs> you got to have him. Now it'll be like Jerry O'Donnell is like the, uh, or Jerry, yeah, it's Jerry O'Donnell, right? Is yep. as like the, uh, the older uh, scientist guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of, you know, early 90s TV, science fiction shows, you know, sliders, but. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's yeah, lots going on here. It caps off season four really well. We we get back to the you know we had those Tokara episodes early on <laughs> that um, they don't call back to those specific specifically. No Vanessa Angel mm-hmm. um, in this episode, and then the I forget where exactly the Shanak episode fit into the season. It seemed like it was in the first third, but it could have it, been. It was yeah, number it was four. The beginning it was number four. Okay, so it was yeah. another another Tokara one. Got it. Mm-hmm. Part of the Tokra arc. So it's kind of a slow burn. Yeah. Slow burn on the Toke Road, getting back to it after, you know, another 15 episodes or whatever it was. (laughs) Mm -hmm. When you think about it, we started the season with replicators. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And ended season three with replicators. We started season four with replicators and then we didn't see them again. Yep. And so I think we see them five. Yeah. Yeah. I think five is where we get the human. Yeah. The human replicators or whatever. Hmm. It's the I think yeah. for the budget. I'm looking. We're gonna wait a while in season five. Yeah, yeah. And this wasn't a lot of gold in this season either, aside from the mm-hmm. ones that they they killed. You know, quite a few of them. And Apophis. And Cronus. Yeah, and, and yeah. Apophis shows up a couple times. Yeah, but, but um, it wasn't as heavy as the previous seasons yeah. where it was all fighting all the gold all the time. Yes, this is definitely more going out and adventuring on different planets with a lot of one-offs. So, which is fun. It's nice to have those sprinkled in. Yeah. And they, they had so much humor and then the way they just brought the team together and told their stories this, this season, which I think is one of the reasons it stood out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I I mean, I guess if you're listening, you can tell us season four is usually most people's favorite season. Yeah. Yeah, they brought in Malazi and Mully, you know, for this, starting with this season, I think. Um, and, you know, they, a lot of really solid episodes right off the bat. Robert C. Cooper had had some really good ones. Mm-hmm. Peter DeLuise wrote a couple in there, too. Um, not a lot of ones written by Brad Wright, but, you know, we, we did get, I think, 2010. Um, and then there was another one earlier on and stuff. So, yeah, so there's you know really solid writing this season. The cast has kind of found their their groove. Um, the production crew and stuff you know knows how to make a Stargate episode now in their sleep. And um, yeah, just kind of you know, <laughs> well we don't get this you know the kind of sleepwalking episodes till till much later. But <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, and it's still <clears throat> yeah still a lot you know going on and stuff. So it's it's a lot of ground still left to cover and and um, yeah a lot of exciting adventures w- uh, await. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. and it is interesting talking about um, you know for season five. Season five was the last of the con- the first contract was with mm-hmm. the Showtime. Oh, that's right. And yeah. So, so because it was a five five season contract. Well, of course that's expiring um, at the end of the the fifth season. So yeah, they, you know, you mentioned that this was a 
the last cliffhanger we have for a while because they didn't know if there was going to be a season six. They didn't know if, if Showtime would renew or if they would move somewhere else. And of course, they end up moving to the sci-fi, then properly spelled sci-fi, not S-Y-F-Y <laughs> yeah. uh, channel. Yeah, and and to their credit, they didn't do in later seasons what Supernatural would do, which they would have. They would say, "Okay, this is our final. This is the series finale." And then at the last minute, they get renewed. So they film. <laughs> so they'd rewrite the very ending of their series finale to be a cliffhanger, and it was totally <laughs> like forced in. You could see where it was like everybody says their goodbyes, and then all of a sudden, you know, the characters pop back up in the last five minutes is like this big twist, and you're like, "That's yeah. not how it was supposed to end. You're just doing this because <laughs> you got renewed," you know. <laughs> Which is the exact yeah. opposite of classic Doctor Who, where they thought they were going to have a season, was it 27 or whatever? Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. And they had to put a little uh, you know, voiceover at the end as they're walking away because they realized they'd been canceled. Yeah. Put on hiatus, excuse yeah. me, for, was it 89 to 2005? Yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. bit of a hiatus. Let's go, Ace. We're going to have many more adventures ahead of us. Doctor Who would TV. not have many more adventures ahead of him. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm looking at the the episode list for season five, and even though I just said season four is considered one of the best seasons, season five is nothing. It's to really good. At. Like yeah. I know, I'm looking nice. through it. I'm I'm really excited about at least half of these. So, good. um, <laughs> it, I, you know, yeah, this is the the heyday of Stargate right here in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely in its groove, and I feel like they spent a lot of time doing character development in season four. And so you've got a lot more character centric episodes, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get, we get the Russian SG team. We get the follow up to 2010. We get Orlin. We get my, my favorite wormhole extreme. I don't care what anybody says. It's the best episode. <laughs> yeah, it's the best episode. I was going to say you get Unas again. We get the Unas again. <laughs> yeah. You get uh, Haley's back. back. Together, yeah. Lieutenant yep. Haley. Yeah. Yep. And you get a bunch of new uh, Goulds. So there you go. Yeah, and then some really good Planet of the Week episodes like The Fifth Man and stuff, which which is a, mm-hmm. a solid episode. I like Red Sky. Mm-hmm. Red Sky. Yeah, yeah. Ascension. Yep, Ascension with with Orlin and Carter gets a boyfriend. Carter <laughs> Carter, <laughs> Carter gets her credit card run up. That's all we'll say about that for now. <laughs> see, see another dry piece of toast like the other guys. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, but he has a reason for being a dry piece of toast. True. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, did uh, y'all have any other thoughts on this episode? I was going to say, Sam got pretty proficient with the Toker iPads. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> was that the beginning of the season where she's like, how does this work? Yeah. It was, yeah. It's like giving a toddler an iPad. They figure yeah. it out in about five minutes. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> I liked uh, Teal'c's fatalism in this episode. It, it You know... Obviously, he's very focused on killing uh, Tanith, but I, I love that when they jump in the Death Glider to attack the Alkash and Teal'c says something like, it is unlikely we'll survive or something, or like, he's going to shoot us down instantly. And Jack goes like, hey, nice pre-flight there. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, but we have better maneuverability. Well, yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, we're out. We're outgunned. We're outclassed. Yeah. Nice pre-flight there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, yeah, I liked, a lot of good like one-liners. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this was an episode we saw the first time we we saw that class of gold spaceship. The bomber. Oh, the bomber. Yeah. It looks a lot like the cargo ship, but you're right. It is bigger. Um, and yeah, the Alkash light uh, medium range bomber. We see a lot of those going mm-hmm. forward. Yeah, I do find it interesting that 
definitely early on the gold were very much like ancient Egyptian aesthetic was their whole thing. And I feel like they've really moved away from that. Mm -hmm. Um, but you still get the big pyramid in the middle of the ships, which I like. Well, of course, Kronos goes with the, uh, the big, uh, marble seat in the middle with Latin (laughs) or Greek, probably Greek or something like that, you know, written on it. Yeah. Again, if you know what it says on the chair, leave us a comment down below. Yeah. 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 Which a Jack calls shotgun in, which I like. Yeah. And for (laughs) our non, for our non us listeners, shotgun refers to the the ancient Wild West stagecoach, which would have two people seated atop a driver and someone else riding shotgun. And so now it is common that if you want to ride in the front seat, you will yell shotgun when you and your brothers approach the car so that they are unable to claim the front seat. <laughs> and Jack uh, calls shotgun and claims the uh, the captain's chair there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as y'all said, we wrapped up with a good Teal'c focus. And the first two episodes of season five, again, are very Teal'c centric. Yeah, yeah, we do have a lot of Teal'c episodes. Well, maybe not a lot, but we do have some some solid Jaffa mm-hmm. episodes in this. So Christopher Judge is going to get to show off a little bit. Yep. <laughs> he needs to go to therapy, Teal'c does, <laughs> yeah. after going through all this. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Imagine how those sessions will go. It's a Jaffa revenge thing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's not your affirmation, though. You can't just keep saying that over and over. Hey, speak your truth, man. Yeah, speak your truth. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Before we go, we'd like to uh, take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate, including Jeremiah N., Irnuez R., Paul O., David M., and Michael V. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Stargate and all the shows at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. To find previous episodes of Secrets of Stargate and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash stargate. And you can email us at stargate at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquestmedia or on Twitter at sqpn. And be sure to join us at our uh, Discord at sqpn.com slash discord. And we'll be back next time when we'll be discussing the premiere of Season 5, Enemies. Until then, Father Corey, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of Stargate. Thank you, Jack. And Lisa Jones, thank you as well. Thanks, Jack. And Victor Lambs, thank you too. Thanks, Jack. But in the future, I will not be capable of such restraint. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Once again, I'm Jack Barazzini. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? Hi, everyone. This is Dom Bettinelli. CEO of StarQuest, with a special message. This past year, the StarQuest Network has continued to expand our mission of exploring the intersection of faith and pop culture through our many entertaining and informative programs. Now we need your generous financial support to keep producing the shows you love and to reach new audiences with more of the life-changing and uplifting programming we've been creating for more than a decade. That's why it's very important that we hear from you this Advent and Christmas, the time when nonprofits receive most of their support for the year. If you are already a supporter of StarQuest, we thank you and ask you to prayerfully consider increasing your support at this time. 
If you're not yet a supporter, please become one now. Every gift counts. Could you give $15 or even just $10 per month? Whatever level of support you can offer, please show your support for SQPN this Christmas. And remember that your gifts are tax deductible. Just go to sqpn.com give. That's sqpn.com give. May God bless you this Advent and may you have a blessed Christmas season.